Hey, this is Homeboy 88 of the Homeboy 88 Podcast and good friend of the Pro Wrestling Coalition Network, the PWC. Check out my podcast where all the podcasts are available, the Homeboy 88 Podcast. Thank you. The following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. everyone and welcome to the PWC Extra. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back from the Smack Talk. He's also on Hammerlock Hangover and most importantly the Garden of Doom which I recommend everyone check out right here on the PWC Network. He's Dr. Jeff Lindman. Welcome back man. You're making your debut on the Extra. I don't believe it. Finally. I've made it to the Anchor Desk. <laughs> you have. It's all about the news baby. That's great. I, I've been... I was in Peoria, I was stuck in Iowa doing covering stories there. They put me they put me on the Greek desk for a while. <laughs> then I did weather for a bit, finally. <laughs> the Greek weather. Was, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you're a character man. And so Mary Kaiser yogurt. Yeah. Hey, Greek yogurt's the best yogurt, dude. 
I know that. That's why I had to cover cover all of the different uh, variants. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of yogurt, <laughs> um, you know, you just threw me off, Jeff, again about bringing up yogurt because there was something I was meant to say, and now I totally forgot. But that's you okay. Very easy to throw off. Very easy. <laughs> Too easy. Because who would have thought it's hey, welcome to the PWC Yogurt Show? But nah. More importantly, Merry Christmas to everybody once again. I mean, it is Christmas in your neck of the woods. It's Boxing Day in mine. But uh, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I mean, did you stuff your face other than getting sick, Jeff? Too much shellfish, I believe. Yeah, you, you don't have Christmas in Australia? What's what's wrong, you bloody heathens? <laughs> Christmas was yesterday for me, man. It's Sunday right what now. Are you Christendom? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, too much shellfish. Um, you know, it's not just the shellfish. It's a combination of shellfish and butter and oh. sort of dip the shellfish. <laughs> but, yeah, but Christmas was a traditional Christmas dinner. You know, ham, um, some, some Russian salad. Um, yeah, interesting. What, what's in Russian salad, actually, Jeff? I don't think I've ever had it. Potatoes, carrots, peas, <laughs> onions, a lot of mayo. Okay, so just basically everything. Yeah, like, you know, stuff that grows in cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. But nothing beats a Greek salad, Jeff. I'm sorry, nothing beats it. No, no but we also did have, like, little cherry tomatoes and some nice. yellow squash. And so that was quite lovely. And then, like, a like a giant sort of almost Italian-style, uh, like, peanut butter and jelly cheesecake. Nice, nice. That's actually pretty good, actually. Now you're making me hungry, Jeff. Yeah, I think though that maybe all of that was a little bit too much for my tummy. <laughs> well, to say you were gonna go and run to the shit is an understatement, to be honest. Well, we took, you know, we handled it yesterday. And my body's pretty <laughs> that way, but it's just this. This is what happens when you get old, folks. I mean, that that used to be just a Tuesday for me, no problem. <laughs> now there's like ramifications. There's consequences. That's <laughs> true. It's damn true. Well, let's start off with the news, Jeff. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to start with Tommy Dreamer and his Impact Wrestling status, apparently. Uh, Tommy Dreamer was, you know, suspended this past September by Impact Wrestling following his controversial statements defending Ric Flair's sexual assault of a flight attendant, of a flight attendant during the September 16th plane ride from hell episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Well, Fightful Selects reported that Dreamer returned from his suspension to Impact at a recent set of television tapings and resumed his backstage duties for the company. It was also reported that Dreamer was not used as an on-screen character for the tapings and instead probably worked in an agent producer role. In regards to Dreamer's suspension, it was reported that he was gone for just one set of tapings, which equaled to around a little over a month's worth of television shows for Impact. It was also reported that while Dreamer had initial heat backstage over his controversial comments on the Plane Ride from Hell episode, sources spoken to within Impact stated that they thought the punishment fit the offense for his incident. I personally don't agree with that, Jeff. What do you think? I personally think that he shouldn't have gotten suspended. I think that was a bit harsh. And, like, what, did he really say anything bad? I mean, come on. Yeah, he did. Um, I mean, he, he did because of nothing he said wasn't necessarily accurate. It was Rick being Rick. It's what the boys did do then. <laughs> yeah. But but you can't say it defensively on TV when you're being interviewed by a reporter and then claim, duh. He's a media personality. He, he needs to know better. He needs to know what year he's in. He can't, his act is not Jim Cornette's, 
who I don't care what anyone says, I'm going to live in 1983. That, that's my <laughs> thing. I'm sticking to it. That's, that's not Tommy Dreamer's thing. Anyway, what is it if you miss one set of tapings for impact? What is that? $1,100? If that. <laughs> yeah. so, so what's the difference? I mean, so listen, a suspension, it's fine. That It's entirely appropriate. They did the same thing on Busted Open Radio. That's the world we live in these days. You have to be aware of that, especially if you are a public personality. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. I feel the same way about a lot of these folks like Jeff Hardy and, and Guevara and Conti and Gresham and Jordan Grace and Agogo and, and and not with issues. I'm just saying if you live out loud, you live in the public eye, you have to be able to deal with this shit, even if it is shit, or stop living every part of your life out loud. Um, and we know why they do it, so they could sell shirts and so they could get subscriptions on their vlogs and you know on their YouTube channels and on their podcasts and things like that. They're doing it for money. So you know, again, live by the sword, die by the sword. But you know what the good thing is about social media and words? What's it's, that, proving, <laughs> it's proving words are not violence. Violence is violence. Words right. are just words. So you can deactivate your account. You can go away for a little bit and you'll be forgiven. Just like Sammy was the last time, which by the way, I think he did get a bum rap about that. Cause no, he did. The stuff he said was he was 22 when he said it, and right. it was 26 when it came to light. So, I mean, come on. Um, but as far as Tommy's concerned, yeah, punishment fit the crime given given the world that we're in and that it's not like it was a gotcha. He knew exactly where he was, and this is part of what he does. True. And speaking of a bum sort of go <laughs> with Sammy Guevara, I mean... <laughs> Please tell everybody what happened on Friggin' Rampage, which you can hear right here on the PWC Network in the Rampage Review Show, which is called Carnage, and also on Humming Media Network with Uncaged. But please tell everybody what the hell happened. Okay. So depending on when you hear the show, folks, this might be a spoiler from Rampage. So if you haven't spoiler alert, right, and you don't want a spoiler, skip ahead. Cody Rhodes defeated Sammy Guevara for the TNT title oh, on Rampage. Boy. Wow. For reasons. We're, we're not sure. So those those four pillars really feeling like, you know, they're building a foundation on top of those pillars. Um, wow. Aside from that, the reason why we mention it in the news, I mean, first of all, it's a title change. Right. Uh, and secondly, Rampage is going to go on the air in about five hours from when we're recording <laughs> this. There's a pretty good chance that this show will drop after that. But also because earlier in the news, uh, earlier in the week, it came out that Sammy Guevara and his fiance broke off their relationship. Now, apparently they broke off the relationship a couple months ago. We don't know why. I don't care why. It doesn't matter. But, you know, this, this is was in the public eye because he actually proposed on the air on Dynamite, I believe, on, on live television. I remember seeing that and going, whoo. And believe me, I'm a guy who who dates above his weight class. So, <laughs> oh no, but, here we go. Yeah, she 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 dated above her weight class. There, she. I mean, I looked at that. I was surprised, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, what? Her? Really? Like, yeah. Sammy? She's, her? Like, she, she 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 was very, as MJF would say, mid. And that, <laughs> she was a she was a regular, normal looking, very regular, woman, very regular. And he is not. He's 
I mean, he he's has the Halloween fucking, Batman. Yeah, he's he, the he, Spanish he, sex god, dude. Come on. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, I know that lots of people love personalities and whatever, but when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, that ain't <laughs> and I'll do it. Um, in any event, there's also a rumor going around that he and Ty Conti are having a thing. Yeah. She's done a lot of his vlogs and, and whatever. So people were calling her a home wrecker. Well, listen, they were never married. So there's no home to wreck. We don't know the chronology of anything. We don't know the cause of anything. But the, the point of the news here is that she got savaged on social media and she deactivated her account. Um, he, I guess, also got savaged on social media i guess he deactivated his account or he just kept a low profile he did not put out one of his vlogs during the usual time and so you have to wonder if maybe this second incident of bad publicity for old sammy g uh is tied into why he lost the title or maybe this was just always the plan um though i don't know why i mean i mean god forbid the inner circle is going to be in another large feud again i mean we know that america's top team said it wasn't over but it seems to be over (laughs) unbelievable and you know what you just made me think you're probably right man it probably does have a lot to do with him with him losing the title to cody with what transpired with himself his ex-girlfriend fiance whatever she was and uh he was just mid (laughs) and ty conti uh, do you think there's any truth to him and Ty Conti, or is this just the IWC coming up with just bullshit? I honestly have no idea. I, I, I don't know. I mean, she's great looking. He's great looking. They work together. I mean, why not? They, you know, uh, she's Brazilian. He he has Spanish heritage, although he doesn't speak any Spanish. Yeah. So they probably have some things culturally in common. I mean, you know, if Anna J, Jungle Boy, he and Tay Conti want to triple day with me in La Sicaria, <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring the Coke and Molly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're too good, Jeff, tonight, man. We will, we will pound those asses. <laughs> One of these ones. <laughs> Can I go boom? <laughs> anyway. La Sicaria's ass doesn't quit. <laughs> You better hope she doesn't listen to this. She she will never listen to this. Oh, good. Um, um, (laughs) Not like your Tony Storm who who gave up on her ass. Yeah, what the hell, man? I think that ass got too much heat to the point where she was like, yeah, nah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm going to lose all that. Maybe she gave it to someone for Christmas. Maybe she gave it to Juice Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Is 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 he still a person? Is he still a thing? Uh, yeah, you tell me. Is he still in Impact Wrestling? I, I don't know. Is he, isn't he doing Strong Style? Oh, I don't fucking know anymore, dude. I don't even hear nothing about Juice other than him juicing all over Tony. Whoops. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, good for both of them, I guess. Sure, as well. <laughs> um, Impact Wrestling. I, I, I cannot. Impact Wrestling did 71,000 viewers last week. Oh, that's ratings, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. 71,000. How, how the hell is this company still a thing? Don't we do 71,000? Yeah, pretty much. Nah, I wish. Not 71,000. Relax, Jeff. <laughs> we're not that big, but we're big. Listen, are we are we back in the top 70? We are, actually, as of this week. Ah, good. So that's excellent. Imagine if you dropped all my shows. We'd be, we'd be uh, up to 69. <laughs> <laughs> I like that number. Well, I have dropped all your shows except for this week's show, which I will do after this show. How's that, yeah. Jeff? 
That sounds terrific. <laughs> but wait, um, right, hey, my, was... my my garden of doom this week was with a guy from Melbourne. Was he? Yeah. Is that, is that have I dropped that one yet? I haven't. Who was it? No, you, you should. Uh, you well, you can listen and you should look him up. I think you two will get along just great. Was it about UFOs still? It wasn't because it's not UFO week anymore. Uh, I mean, I not mean, exactly. month, month, sorry. Right now, yeah, UFO month is gone. But this, I mean, it could have been, but this was more about crypto terrestrials, not necessarily ETs. But I mean, it's adjacent enough that I wanted to give it a little bit of time. But it was a really good show. Uh, he's a really interesting guy. Was yeah. it about Yowies? Um, he didn't. I don't think he used that word a lot. But we're talking about the fair folk, and and you know, and. Listen, you have to listen, Jimmy. All right, you I have will. to listen to just like everyone else. So, yeah, okay, I will. We'll, we'll here, do. Here, I will spoil title matches, but I'm not going to spoil. <laughs> yeah, asshole. Well, back to the news, Jeff. We've just got to make a friend for you. Wow. Yeah. True. Well, we do have a, an update on WWE's latest COVID nineteen outbreak, Jeff. Hopefully, oh, this. Right. Well, as noted before, multiple wrestlers and staff within WWE recently tested positive for COVID nineteen. Despite the latest outbreak, WWE is still planning to go ahead with this weekend's house show events and Monday's live episode of Raw. WWE officials are also currently hopeful that all talent who are, un- who are unable to perform this weekend would be medically cleared in time for their day one event on January 1st, 2022 in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, Schmelzer Melter reported in this week's Wrestling Observer newsletter that while no names have been publicly re- revealed yet, his, source and- his sources within WWE stated that Multiple NXT talents had tested positive for COVID during this past Monday's round of weekly testing. Mouser also reported that several main roster talent had also tested positive following this recent set of testing. In regards to company policy for positive tests, Mouser reported that a number of talent who tested positive in the past stated that WWE officials had informed them not to tell anyone or disclose their situation publicly for comparisons. Mouser reported that the current policy in AEW is that talent are informed to not directly tell anyone, but the company would announce those tested positive if it directly impacts an event's card. Ring of Honor's... Uh, well, I guess it never has in the last two years because they, no, they've never gonna... announced anything. So, of course. That's true. That, that, that's why you have 300 people on their roster. And, yeah, and WWE, this is what happens when you have 20 people on a roster. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, right. you have no bench. You, you literally have no bench. No bench. But speaking of no bench or no roster in general, Ring of Honor's policy reportedly was to publicly announce those who tested positive, while Impact Wrestling's policy was the opposite. Mouse also reported that his sources also stated that there is a concern within the company of their current COVID situation potentially getting worse due to talent would be traveling more extensively for house show events during this holiday period. Mouse also reported... Right. For, for impact and AW talents. Uh, I mean, they, they travel, they do indie shows all the time. I don't think they're going to stop. They, they need money. That's true. And if it's Omicron, maybe they're not so worried. Uh, well, yeah, apparently. Well, Mouse also reported that there is also a concern within WWE regarding possible new COVID-19 restrictions to combat the Omicron variant. Within the United States, that could require schedule changes for early 22. AW officials reportedly have the same level of concern as well for the upcoming schedule of events. Both companies also are currently concerned over several upcoming events scheduled in certain states that have been proactive against the coronavirus pandemic with their restrictions and shutdown rules for public events and large gatherings, Jeff. That's the only thing that can save Hangman Adam Page from uh, oh, defeating him. Oh, shit. Do you think we're going to get another situation pretty soon? Because I'll be honest, man. You mean the guy from the Jersey Shore? <laughs> 
fist pump, fist pump. No, <laughs> no, but for real, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, do you think we're going to get another situation where we're going to get empty arenas? Because let's be real, all over the world right now, we are getting huge COVID numbers, man, including here. I, I honestly don't have any idea. I I, I think that, um, listen, I'm, I am a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. Right. Uh, so everything I know is, is just what I've absorbed from various sources, just like, you know, everyone else has. But if my understanding of Omicron is correct, it may actually be the good news in the form of it might be a sheep in wolf's clothing. Huh. It, apparently it comes through, it burns through very quickly. It's uh, from, this is the one where it really is 99.9% you know, harmless, um, you know, either you feel nothing or you get like a cold or sort of like a flu. And after two or three days, you're back to normal, just like a flu. And you still uh, likely gain some sort of immunity or antibodies or whatever the case may be. And so this might be the, the herd immunity one. I don't think that the public health officials will say that in any of the first world because it's too controversial. If they're wrong, they don't want to be responsible for half the world dying or staying sick at the same time. Um, But I think that that's, I think that is the hope. This is actually the herd immunity before we get to variant pie or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. pie next. What Greek letter is next, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, well, pie, which is, you know, the only reason I know that is because I looked it up because when Biden said, nobody could see Omicron coming. I'm like, dude, it's the 14th fucking letter in the alphabet. There were 13 others before. What do you mean nobody could see it? I mean, and listen, I was, I was pro-Biden because I was anti-Trump. But come on, dude. I mean, that, that, that is a Trumpy kind of lie. Nobody could see it coming. Everyone could see it coming. Right. And I can see pi coming and whatever's that, rho, whatever, sigma. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, exactly. epsilon, so zeta, eta, iota, kappa. <laughs> we have an expert right here. And, then, and, and, and I can foresee other alphabets also that we're going to have to use. After oh, this God. Too. I mean, oh, you know, and that's not necessarily all bad news. I mean, a lot of these strains have been sort of nothing burgers. Um, well, but can we see it? Sure. I mean, I think that, I mean, I, I think you can guarantee you're going to see it in Japan uh, where they're very restrictive. Um, you know, the UK is sort of back and forth a little bit on it. Yeah. And the US, I think it's going to be like it was before where certain states and certain counties are, you know, you're going to have like, Governor DeSantis fighting with the may, you know, the the mayor or the county executive of Hillsborough and shit like that. Probably places like New York, they'll close things up. Probably oh, New York, like, definitely. Yeah, probably Texas and Indiana, they'll stay open. Uh, you Texas know. will definitely stay open, including uh, Florida. And and I don't even know who's right or wrong anymore. I mean, I know who was wrong about stuff and you know about certain things, um, but at this point. It just seems like we're all destined to get this in one form or another. It seems like Omicron is, if you have to pick a form, this seems to be the one you want to get. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, it's not as, uh, it's weaker than the Delta variant. And I had the Delta variant. So I don't know, man. <laughs> Apparently, but then I've also heard it's worse. So I, I don't know what to believe anymore. All I know is I was supposed to be immune to it because I caught it. So that means I didn't need even to be vaccinated. I can't be vaccinated for six months, basically. So well, maybe um, you can work at uh, day zero. Maybe. You're a big guy. Hey, I'm, I'm big enough. <laughs> right. You know, if Monson Reed gets it, you could be his understudy or something. Hey, I'm not that big. <laughs> he's got me, dude. He's got, he's got way more on me. Nobody's seen him. Nobody cares. 
True. Where is he? He's in. Wait, he's in Impact, I think. He, he's in Impact because they do work visas. So he's right. in Impact, uh, uh, Subway gift cards, and $1,200. And he proudly announced because he's so clueless. Look, I don't know why I'm so mean to this poor guy, but he, he it's like he's like so not in touch with reality. He proudly announces that he's on a short-term deal with Impact. Dude, there's no free agent market out there. There isn't any, and you're not in such high demand. I don't know why you think that you are. I don't know why anybody thinks that they are, unless you're like Braun Strowman. I mean, there's nobody that's in that big a demand. If there was, Buddy Murphy would have been picked yeah, up. Yeah, which has surprised me a lot because you'd think Buddy Murphy would have been, you know, snapped up by one of these companies. In fact, I remember Kenny Omega coming out. Someone asked him on Twitter these months ago. This is before he actually got released. I'm talking about Buddy Murphy. Someone asked Kenny on Twitter, Who's who would be your favorite opponent right now to face outside of AEW? Like, who would you want to face? And he actually mentioned Buddy Murphy. He he thought he would have a great match with him, which I'm sure they would have a great match. But it seems like TK and the crew over there of EVPs don't really seem interested. Clearly not. Um, I mean, I would love to see a Buddy Murphy pack feud. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I don't want to see Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy wrestling anymore. Oh, We've please, no more. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just did that in House of Glory because the uh, the co-main event guy got ill. And and I can I repeatedly can't Again? remember. Yeah, it's either Amazing Red or Crimson. I, I don't know which one it is. Amazing so. Red. Okay, so he couldn't make it, so they replaced uh, uh, Buddy. Well, he, goes, he goes by Buddy Matthews now. Buddy Matthews. So let me get this straight, Jeff. Yeah. They had a match at WrestleCade. Right, which apparently they blew the friggin' house down, right? Mm -hmm. And they had another match? Yep. God. Okay. Well, anyway, it is what it is. But hopefully Buddy does get snapped up by by AEW, or maybe he goes back to WB because, let's be real, man. Sure, he can't really talk, let's be honest, right? But he's a great worker and he's a great talent for the future, man. I agree. I don't think that he needs to have to talk. I mean, I, I don't understand a lot of things WWE has done. I'm I'm very much on the record about that, you know, especially over the last year. Right. Um, Hammerlock hangover, cheap plug. Hey. Um, but yeah, so where are we in the news? Oh yeah, how what do we think is going to happen? You know, I don't know. Expect there to be expect there to be chaos and, <laughs> in, and inconsistencies. Oh, of course, that's wrestling. That's wrestling's favorite pastime. is called inconsistency. I, I have to say, though, I love that description of AEW's policy that we will not reveal it unless it has this and it has this and a whole lot of dominoes have to fall for them to tell you what's happening. So that explains why 300 people haven't gotten COVID in two years <laughs> in one company, but uh, everywhere else they, you know, they have. Well, I'm hearing AJ Styles has actually got COVID, but I don't know. That's the rumor. Well, uh, I'm sure he's had it more than once. And he, he, was, just, he, he was just in the... In the um, Capital Center, Capital Wrestling Center. And listen, I understand why NXT gets it more than others because they work out in the same place. They train in the same place. Right, right. They've got the, the students and the, the enhancement talent and the roster there. They have fans, staff, whatever. Um, so they probably have, you know, 40 or 50 people in there a day, maybe more. I have no idea. Um, so in a small enclosed place, you know, doing what they're doing. Um, I, and so it makes sense that it's 
lesser in, in some of the other divisions. I mean, the folks in AEW, they see each other once a week. Uh, but they but they are going to indie shows. I mean, does anyone think the GCW and oh god, Peoria Championship Wrestling and you know Alpine Megastar Wrestling, AEW, Texas Fury, and all these other companies? You think they're Burn City Wrestling? Yeah, I'm sure these protocols are all over the place, especially when. Probably some of them did no business for over a year. Oh, for sure, man. I agree with you 100%. Speaking of AEW, though, we got Tony Khan commenting on WWE's latest interest in MJF. Now, CBS Sports had a recent interview with AEW CEO TK himself, Tony Khan. One of the topics discussed included Khan's thoughts about the recent reports of WWE being interested in signing MJF once his current contract with AEW expires. Now, I quote, this is what TK had to say. I think that's great. I encourage that. I think they should keep talking about him because he's a wrestler that's a big part of AEW and he signed here for a few more years. No, TK, just for two more years. So I think please keep giving us that buzz because he's been getting great ratings for his segments and those have also been featuring CM Punk pretty regularly as they continue to interact. They've had a war of words and now they'll be on opposite sides of this huge trios match where you got Sting and Darby Allen, blah, blah. We already know about that shit. But, uh... What do you think of this? I mean, I do think there'll be a bidding war for him, though. I, I truly believe WWE would love to have Maxwell Jacob Freeman right now. Yeah, why not? I mean, if they can get past his size, his mouth certainly works. Yeah. So, yeah, wh why not? Um, I, I mean, I have trouble with the term bidding war because there's really only two companies that, that pay people. Um, but it only takes two bidders to have a bidding war. I don't know. It's in two years. You know, I actually, I mean, the only reports I heard about WWE being interested started with Tony Khan's response that I didn't see any, but sure. I'm sure they're interested in lots of people. I mean, you know, once they released Karrion Cross, I mean, you have to think that they're probably interested in Wardlow also. I mean, Oh, definitely. There's, there's plenty of people they should be interested in. Why wouldn't, wouldn't they? But they've also said we're not going the, the indie wrestler route. So, you know, is AW, are they indie wrestlers anymore? Maybe not. I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, but I think this is a non-story and, and just Tony bless his heart always, you know, it never, never misses a chance to, to do that. You know, you, angry eyes, happy smile, you know, kind of tweet. Uh, speaking of AW still, they did crack over 1 million for last week's Dynamite, Jeff. Yeah, very impressed by that. I was surprised. You know, I was sure I was waiting for the it's December 23rd. Everyone's off, praying for Christmas. Nobody's watching sports. So, I mean, what, what's the takeaway from this? No NHL games are on. True. About 10% of wrestling fans watch hockey. <laughs> yeah, about that. Unless they're from Canada. Yeah, um, you know, 10, 12%, something like that. You know, it depends. You know, AW's sort of been averaging around 870 to 950. So, you know, if you take 10% of, you know, add 95, that's, that's about what they, that, that's about what they got. So, you know, somewhere, depending which number you use, it's either a little bit more than 10% or a little bit less than 10% of hockey fans. Also check out AEW. Cool. Or they just tuned into the, the TV channel uh, and just left it on. Who knows? <laughs> Possibly. More than likely. No, but anyway, still on AEW, Kyle O'Reilly comments on signing with AEW. He goes on to say, life is crazy, and I'm very grateful that my professional wrestling abilities have taken me to a new frontier in which to explore my ass-kicking ways. Oh, sorry, Kyle. 
right? Proud to be a part of AEW, and thanks to Tony Khan for the opportunity. If you're a fan of mine from elsewhere, I hope you continue to support me. If you're new to, to KOR, prepare to see a man that pours his effing soul into that ring every night and has an unquenchable thirst for cans of whoop-ass. Where have we heard that one before, Jeff? I don't know. Someone much more important than Kyle Riley. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree uh, 100%. Bless his little heart. What, what, what a spread. Life is crazy. Nobody saw this coming. Everyone saw this coming. Oh, everybody saw this coming. Yeah, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly is a, is a snoozer. I'm glad that anybody can work. You know, it's nice to him and Bobby Fish, you know, both who should be put out to pasture and be doing other things at this point, uh, have, you know, theoretically, you know, lucrative contracts or, or at least can make a, you know, a respectable wage doing what they want to do. Kyle O'Reilly is a, a good wrestler. He's just, no, he I mean, is definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of good 180 pound short chops too. <laughs> they just don't play, they just don't start for major league teams. I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, bullshit, because I call bullshit on this, Moose comments on why he signed the new deal with Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> British newspaper Metro held a recent interview with Moose. One of the topics discussed included Moose's thoughts on why he decided to sign a new deal with Impact Wrestling and, and to stay with the company. Now, I quote, this is from Moose himself, It was definitely a hard decision. As much as I love Impact and I love everything Impact was doing, also, I wanted to see what else was out there. I had a chance to go to WWE, but ultimately I decided that my time in Impact wasn't done. There was things I needed to accomplish that I haven't accomplished yet. It wouldn't have been fair on myself or it wouldn't be fair on the company if I left so soon without accomplishing those mm-hmm. other things. Ultimately, that was my reason for staying. Bullshit, Moose. Agree. Total bullshit. You know why WWE didn't sign you, man? Because of your history with... Oh, I don't want to say, like, allegedly bashing women. Ah, yeah, that, that's probably something to do with it. Um, whatever it is, I mean, to say that he had more to accomplish in Impact is ridiculous because the most important thing you can accomplish in Impact is their World's Heavyweight title, which isn't even recognized as a World's Heavyweight title by most honest, you know, reporters. Um, and the most important thing you can accomplish in Impact is leaving impact to go to a, a better pasture. So whatever, you know, he's comfortable. That's fine. If he's comfortable, they wanted him, but you know, we'll, we'll never know. We'll, you know, we'll never hear from AEW that we made him an aggressive offer. We know we'll never hear from WWE that we, you know, unless it's like Alberto Del Rio or someone like that, we'll oh. say we have no interest, you know, Moose isn't that toxic, um, but not that toxic, but still, man, there's still a history there. Whatever. It's a, it's a, he re-signed a two-year deal. It's probably been half a year already. So, uh, you know, it's another 18 months as well. Whatever. You know, he's, he's not getting any younger. And he's not getting paid that much, let's be honest. No, I mean, Impact, I mean, generally speaking, like their, their top people might make $80,000 a year. That's not know. too bad for Impact. I'd be happy for that if I was wrestling with Impact. I, I I agree with you, but you are a smart wrestling fan. I think that most wrestling fans think that wrestlers, you know, if there's if it's a promotion they've heard of, that they're all making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. No, come on, people. <laughs> if you if, if anyone thinks that they sorry, but they they're stupid and they're idiots. That's I said that, but it so is what it is. Stupid idiots. They're stupid idiots. That's it. It is what it is. Wow. Speaking of stupid idiots, but not really, <laughs> Kevin Owens. Recently signed a new contract with WWE for three years in length. Owens' new contract is currently set to expire in January of 2025. 
Dave Meltzer reported in this week's Wrestling Observer Newsletter that his sources within WWE stated that the reason for the reported high monetary amount for Owens' new contract was due to WWE wanting to put in, wanting to put it at a high enough level so that AEW would not be willing to match. Meltzer also reported that there was some recent talk within the industry of how high WWE would be willing to go in order to keep Owens based on the rumored two to three million per year figures that was being tossed around. One that we saw spoken to reportedly stated that the monetary value of Owen's new contract is in line with what someone at his star level would be currently making in the company. Mouse also goes on to say that Owens had actually signed a new deal earlier than was initially reported by Fightful, and this was the reason for his current main event level push and increased television time on WWE's Raw brand. Mouse continues that his sources stated that Owens' new contract does not contain a no-cut clause, nor was he able to get more money during negotiations. One high-level source spoken to stated, it's in line with what I heard, someone in his position, who can come in and out of the main events upper mid-card, will make that level at this time, but he won't get that 90-day clause waived. He wasn't going to get more money. The 2-3 million a year range is so blinding to people. They sign not realizing it's a 90-day contract that renews every day at WWE's sole discretion. It's how they got Wyndham Rotunda. He was going to get three mil in a three-year term. They went to a five-year term. He held, he held. they inched up towards four. He jumped at it, but it's still a 90-day contract. And with the higher number, it takes less and less to trigger his release. In regards to AEW, Mounter reported that sources close to the situation said that Owens was interested in the idea of joining the company, but wanted to listen to offers from both WWE and AEW first. Owens reportedly perceived that AEW would not match WWE's offer, which resulted in him deciding to stay with WWE. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> firstly, I I have contracts from WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor. I don't have an AEW contract. Um, they all pretty much read the same. They all have the same kind of non-compete kind of stuff. So they're all, you know, 90-day contracts or 30-day contracts. That That's the way of the world. Most of us are living day to day. So that, you know, that is what it is. Um, I don't think that that amount is so high that AEW wouldn't bid over it. They they routinely are rumored to pay more, but I, I you know, but I don't know if that's true either. I mean, paying uh, John Moxley six million dollars a year seems insane to me. Um, Do you believe that though, Jeff? No, not really. I, I don't. I, I think that maybe with you know with what he can make in other companies and merch and things like that. They've sort of rounded it up. Um, but it really, it really doesn't matter. I mean, Kevin Owens, he did what he did. I mean, I, I think that he, he's been at WWE for a while. I guess he's generally happy. He's going to make two or $3 million a year. He got some time off and things like that to take care of things he needs to do with his, with his family. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know if he cares or not, but maybe he looked at AEW and said that, you know, people get a shine for a few months and then they're, then, then they're sort of forgotten about. Now I, I don't, you know, and then maybe looked at WWE and said, they just let go of 150 people. So they, they got to use me in something. Um, yeah. I, I don't pretend to live in his head, but if I'm getting a three-year deal for $9 million plus merch and, you know, other stuff and video game appearances and whatever else it might be. Good for him. Good for, good, good for Kevin Owens. Well, he did say on the French-Canadian uh, radio show that, uh, and he was speaking in French during the show, but it was translated, that he did the right thing for his family. And it was a no-brainer to re-sign with WWE. 
Like, you know what I mean? So, but what I don't understand about WWE, you know, they contradict themselves a little bit. They release all these guys, but yet they sign, they re-sign Kevin Owens, who apparently was a fat fuck, according to Vince McMahon. Yeah, you know, that, that was the rumor, right? And, um, you know, but they gave, they still gave him top dollar and they did everything they could just to hold on to him just in case he jumped ship to AEW. Did you say is, top dollar? Top dollar, dollar, dollar. <laughs> and holla, holla, holla. But anyway, yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm still puzzled by all that. I don't understand where WWE's, what WWE's end game is right now. But I do want to say, did you hear about Tony Khan? I mean, Tony Khan, Nick Khan from WWE, right? Who's mm-hmm. apparently grew, who grew up with The Rock back in the day. Did you hear about that? Sure. Of course, yeah. That 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 was shocking to me. I was like, "What the hell? Like, really?" So he's got a history there. Yeah, Go, going to his grandmother's uh, wrestling shows every weekend, gr- growing mm. up in the business. So, so the Rock says without saying it, "Shut up, all of you." He did grow up around the wrestling business. Hey, right. Well, yeah, pretty much. And the Rock, uh, the Rock is so smart. Oh, very smart. I mean, he's smart. Don't worry, him and and uh, Nick Khan will buy WWE eventually. I think. I, listen, the, the Rock may be worth a you know half a billion dollars, but you know WWE is valued about four and change. No, that's so. true. No, you're right. It's probably way out of his range, but still, you never know. Nick Khan has historically been staff, high paid, high end staff, but staff. How much would I, I he think, be worth roughly, Jeff? You think? Who? Nick. I guess it depends on who you are and what you want to do. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I guess whatever a top tier executive would make at like a ESPN or an ABC or something like that. Fair enough. Well, I think that's the news, Jeff. Oh, well, there's one more thing I want to say. Did you hear about Alberto Del Rio? I did hear about Alberto Del Rio. God, when will this guy actually go away? Never. He will never go away until he actually, like, you know, he's going to be killed in like some sort of stabbing fight. Oh, for sure. I mean, did you hear what happened between him and the, you know, the original Sincara, a.k.a., uh, what was his name again? Was it, uh, I forgot his name. What was his Mexican name in Mexico? Sincara. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, man. It's like Epico, but it wasn't Epico. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot his name. Anyway, who cares? Uh, the point is, apparently them two had gang wars, man. Like, uh, the original Sincara pulled out a gun on El Patron. And yeah, there was some shit going on there a few years back. So, you know, we got some, you know, Mexican cartels going on here, Jeff. Well, I guess he missed. <laughs> he missed, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think uh, El Patron, aka Del Rio, would have shit himself personally. I mean, real, real gangsters pull the trigger. That's it. It's true. It's true. And I'm not hey. saying that saying I'm badass. I don't, <laughs> I don't pull guns on people. I don't pull triggers, but uh, really, I mean. You just you put know. them away, dude. Right, right. <laughs> but that, that, you know, real gangsters pull triggers, which is why That's we it. have like 500 murders in, in every city in, in the States. Hey, and Baltimore is pretty bad, or used to be anyway, Jeff. Oh, but Baltimore for proportionally, uh, yeah, it, it's up there with the worst. <laughs> Shout out to Baltimore. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I think that covers it, Jeff. I mean, that, that's pretty much the news week. It was a bit of a slow week, but still, nevertheless, it was a news week. And um, please tell them once again, Jeff, where they, where they can find you. 
Check me out on Garden of Doom. Uh, there's a sister show to that Garden of Views, but the good news is if you subscribe to Garden of the Doom, you get Garden of View whether you want it or not. Um, also, wrestling podcast is Hammerlock Hangover, and you can find me occasionally on shows like this one on the PWC at markmedia.com. Uh, and every now and then, you may even find me on a Hameen Media Group show uh, if I was really good and ate my Brussels sprouts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and also, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find not only my shows, but Jeff's shows and everyone else's shows. And at markmedia.com and also at Hameen Media Group and... Uh, channelattitude.com which is Vince Russo's platform which we're also on Jeff oh wow yeah but you have to pay to listen to us or watch us over on Russo's worth every website. penny absolutely absolutely bro, bro. ratings bro <laughs> I tried anyway in saying that can you tell him to stop calling me I'll tell him I'll tell him that okay bro <laughs> anyway I'm Jimmy T that's Dr. Jeff Littman, and you've been listening to the PWC Extra right here on the PWC Network and at markmedia.com. Merry Christmas. Happy Yuletide and stay evil, my friends. Absolutely. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.